The time is 8 a.m. The weather is... Let's be honest. It sucks today. My drive into work sucked. I'm your host, DJ... Who gives a crap? Sorry if I don't have something fun to say, but folks, I gotta tell you, this story that we've been listening to, well, it's really getting me down. I know that it is not my story, but I am feeling every bit of it. I stare across the studio and see our guest, his worn-down face, his troubled heart. The mile-long stare he always has in his eyes, I know the grief isn't over yet. There is more to this story to tell, this story from hell. I know now what troubles Travis. He walks with ghosts. He is haunted by his past, and he can't move into the present. I know the show must go on. I know you want to hear it. But you are not here when he tells it. The emotion on his face, the water in his eyes, the calluses on his hands. This man has gone through hell. And yet he's still here, standing in front of me. Am I seeing ghosts? I know he's real. He is as real as you or me. Or maybe he's realer. In his story before... Becky once said that he is the fire. Just as a candle is useless until it is lit, man is just as useless until a fire inside his soul is also lit. Travis, the show is yours. Light our fire. You okay there? If you touch the fire or the fire touches you, it is you who will be burned. I get it now. Travis is the fire. Everything he touches burns, not as in destruction, but is filled with passion, love, hope, trust. Travis is the fire. You're sure you're okay? If you see a fire just as a fire, your imagination is very weak. It is not a lifeless warmth, but a mysterious friend who came to visit you in darkness. I'm no superhero. I'm just a normal man. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Travis Clark. Uh, hello everyone. Forgive me, my friend, I've seen the light, and it is good. Just go ahead and tell a story? Yes. Fill us with your wisdom. I think you got the wrong guy for that. But I will tell you a tale. A tale that my brother might not want me to say, but it proves I'm no saint. I'm just a guy. Please start. Shut him up. It was right before my last deployment. We were all at the farm again. My last time. It was Grandpa's 80th birthday party. My life, Becky. Yes, my life. Wanted to surprise him, and she arranged this surprise birthday party for him. Do you think he'll like it? Becky, he is 80 years old. I'm sure he likes it if he makes it to the bathroom on time. Silly, I'm being serious. Do you think he'll like it? He will love it, honey. We grabbed our luggage and loaded our kids into the car and drove away from the airport. I hope the kids have fun. No internet, no games, a bunch of old people. Yeah, they will have a blast. We always had fun. We had each other, though, and good friends. Maybe one day that brother of yours will have kids. 
I hope you're talking about Hunter. Jackson doesn't have time for kids, let alone a woman. I bet he would be home more than you would, though. You're always home. I put her hand on my chest. You are always right here. You never leave. She put her head on my shoulder, and we continued to drive. Are we there yet? I have to go to the bathroom. So do I, Travis. We are not all part camel like you are. Jackson's bank should be up the road a bit. I'm sure he wouldn't mind. Can you guys hold it for five minutes? If not, I can give you this empty water bottle. Uh, we can hold it. At least I can hold it. I'm good. <laughs> I thought so. We pulled into Jackson's bank. Well, it's not his bank, but he is the manager there. We all got out of the car. I stretched my legs and the girls went running in. Peter and I just laughed. I got inside and saw Jackson. Suit, shiny shoes, tie that looked like it was choking him. I looked down at myself. A pair of dirty, dusty boots, worn jeans. Yep, we were brothers. He was hugging Kelly and pointing to a door at the hall. He put Kelly down and then he saw me, stuck out his hand. What's the matter, big brother? Afraid to hug me? I'm afraid you'll get my suit dirty. Same old Jack. I stuck out my hand and shook his. When are you closing up? 5 p.m. Then hopefully I'll be out of here by 6. Uh, can you pick me up, actually? Uh, Hunter has my car. Something about showing some ladies. Say no more. I can come back and pick you up. It's only five minutes away. I remember when you used to walk that. I don't have my walking shoes. Yeah, okay. Hey, Kelly, why don't we let him get back to work? You can tell him all about your piggy bank later at the party. Really? I'm sure that he would love to hear that story. Thanks, Ralph. Anytime, Jack. We walked out of the bank and went to Kelly's parents where we were having the party. Both of her parents were still at work. We unloaded the car and went to the front door. It was unlocked. We opened the door and walked right in. Becky was telling Kelly and Peter about the house. She did this every time, always acting like it was their first time here. I went back outside, checked my watch, and it still had two hours before I had to pick up Jackson. I walked into the barn and saw the balloons, the streamers. Then I saw an old picture on one of the posts. It was Grandpa, my dad, and me. I was no older than five in the picture. Where did they get that? I don't remember seeing that picture before. You like that? Where did they get this from? Do you know when it was taken? Yes, I remember that day. I had to fix the fence, but I don't remember any pictures being taken that day. Your mom took all kinds of pictures. She let me look through the albums when I watched your brothers. Why didn't I know about them? I don't know. Your mom used to tell me all kinds of stories about you growing up. About the man you were, and the man she hoped you'd be. Did I let her down? Not one bit. She put her arm around me and we both looked at the picture. I wish they were here. She put her hand on my chest. 
They are always here. I kissed her and held her tight. She broke up the embrace. Come on, I need a strong man. Peter's inside. I need a strong man who is older than seven. All right, what do you need me to open? We walked back inside and I helped her in the kitchen. More like she just told me what to open or lift or mix. She was enjoying this. A little bit too much, I think. I looked at the watch and I told her that I had to pick up Jackson. Party starts in an hour. Don't be late. We are five minutes away. How could we be late? I got into the car and pulled out of the driveway. When I was pulling onto the road, I saw Mr. and Mrs. Williams and waved. I got to the bank and waited outside. After sitting there for about five minutes, I honked the horn. Jackson came out. It's going to be a while. I might not make it tonight. You gotta go. Everyone is going to be there. Something is messed up. The vault is short by almost 25,000. Did you look under the mattress? Haha, <laughs> not funny, Travis. If I can't find it, I could lose my job. I could go to jail. My life would be over. Everything I know would be gone. Okay, settle down. I'll help you. How are you going to help? I'll help you go over all the paperwork. We will find it. He let me inside and we went over all the paperwork. Stacks of paper were everywhere. But we found the mistake. Jackson gave someone $25,000 when they were only supposed to get $2,500. It was a simple mistake, but a costly mistake. He broke down. What am I supposed to do? This would end me. I don't have the money to fix it. I know that I'll get the money back tomorrow, but this would end me. How much do you need? 15000 all my money is tied up in bonds and CDs. I, I wouldn't be able to cash it out in time. What if I gave you the money? You would just do that? It's what family does. I wrote out a check to him and he did his magic and said, okay, let's go. He never did say thank you, but I wasn't looking for it either. We started driving to the party. What should I tell Becky? She will find out. Travis, I know that you're an honest and trustworthy man. But there comes a point when any reasonable man will swallow his pride and admit that he has made a mistake. The truth is, I was never a reasonable man. I would recommend lying. I never lied to Becky before. There is always a first time. We got to the party and we all had a good time. Grandpa was excited to see all of his family and friends. Stories we told all brought smiles to everyone's faces. I looked at Becky, and when she caught my stare, I quickly looked away. I knew she knew something was wrong, but she wasn't going to say anything right there. She thought if I was going to talk, I would talk. But I never did. A few weeks later, Becky asked me about the money. I told her I had lost it gambling. It was my first lie to her. I wish it would have been my last... A week later, I deployed, and she didn't see me for almost two years. Simple. Fantastic. Travis helping out his brother, throwing a party for his grandfather, spending time with his family and friends. Did you not hear me? I lied to my wife. If you stare at the dark side of yourself for too long, it becomes really hard to tell the two apart. 
Travis, sometimes the truth hurts. You took a calculated risk and you lost. But you have not changed my opinion towards you. You are a better man than me. A fool thinks he has it figured out. A wise man keeps on guessing. With all that we've learned about you, that's your worst? Why don't we let the audience decide tomorrow what they want to hear? We're not done guessing yet. I don't know if we ever will be. Till tomorrow, everybody. I'm sure something riveting is happening after us, so stay tuned. <laughs>